Welcome to the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. My name is Jennifer Grace and I'm a business and mindset coach who's gone from manifesting all the wrong things to manifesting all of the right things and building a coaching business to show others just how to do that. So if you're a spiritual woman who knows that you get what you focus on, then this podcast is for you. We discuss all things mindset, the universe, abundant living, entrepreneurship, coaching, living your version of a spectacular life, and growing a six-figure business that you're totally in love with. If this sounds like it's for you, then hit subscribe. Maybe your intuition has led you here, and I can't wait to hear more about you too. Now, sit back and enjoy. All right, my loves, we are closing out the end of 2022 and I've seen on Instagram with a lot of curiosity this week coaches doing reflections and learnings and diving into all the juicy stuff that's happened and and pulling out the necessary stuff and making meaning of it and I have done that myself this week. Um, Interestingly enough I resisted doing it for a long time and then yesterday I just found myself in a place where I started to journal and and it, it just happened and there's all this stuff poured out and it was so clarifying. And I started to write an Instagram post on it this morning because it's just so good, honestly. And the five things that, like the main takeaways, I mean, honestly, <laughs> 2022 for me, there have been hundreds. But the five like biggest concepts that I have really learned and come to understand about business, about money, about energy... This year has been something that I have not anticipated whatsoever, but the growth that has come from it has been phenomenal. I now believe in order for me to get to my next level, I had to have the year that I've had, maybe not a whole year, but I had to have the experiences that I've had to learn what I need to to know um, about where I want to be and where I am now and my patterns and my sabotage and the shadow sides and and all of that stuff. So this could easily, easily be a training, a full, a full on paid for fucking epic, juicy, extensive training for you. But as I was writing it out this morning in, in an Instagram post, I realized this needs to be a podcast episode. So I'm going to put it into here. I've been listening in the last week, actually, to some new podcasts and some like longer, really juicier episodes, and I've loved them, whereas I normally would pick something that's like 30 minutes. So I'm like, I'm just going to do that too. So this is what this is. If you're out on a walk, get your headphones in, like look at nature, take all this stuff in. I think you'll be listening back to this a lot. It's so good. It's going to be so good. These reflections are amazing. Um, Not because they're from me and I am amazing, but because they are just, they just feel huge. For, for me. Anyway, right, let's get to it, shall we? So there have been multiple things that have happened this year that I've talked about on the podcast and things that have been um, clarifying and things that have shaken my world up and my business to the point of being like, what am I doing this for? Do I even want to keep the business anymore? Yada, yada, you've heard that. Um, and where I am now is like, this business is certainly not going anywhere um and to say it in a much more to be really honest with you it's going places 
I am taking things up a notch in 2023. Um, I have had one of the worst years in business. Nothing's like really badly gone wrong, but just where I thought everything I knew started to kind of unravel. I've spoken to a lot of people. I've had a lot of people reach out. I know I'm not the only one. It's been a very odd year on Instagram in business to to get clients. It's felt difficult for people to do the thing that they once were really confident about a year or two ago. It feels different for a lot of people. We're navigating change and that's okay. And at the beginning of this year, I said to myself, I think this is going to be the year where people whose mindset is not where it has to be as a business owner is really going to be tested. And I did not expect that to come up for me as well. I thought my my mindset was great. And stuff has come up and it's shown me to go way beyond the level of the word mindset about self-sabotage, shadows, patterns that keep repeating, like so many different things. And if that's where you've been, I want you to know that it's going to get better. Hindsight is twenty twenty, of course. And you will, if you're not understanding what the lesson is, why all this has happened for you, please know that it will be shown. It just means that you're still in, in the lesson. <laughs> like after the lesson, that's when you really understand what it was for. So I've I've broken this down into five things. There could be millions. There, who knows, there, there may be. I might come up with more to follow, who knows, but let's go. So, lesson and learning number one. These are deep, FYI. (laughs) Lesson number one, discipline and motivation are no match for momentum. Discipline and motivation are no match for momentum. I have found that we can really get ourselves into a space where we we feel exhausted, we feel like things aren't working, we feel like, screw it, this isn't happening. We let go of our money goals at the end of the month without like really seeing it through. Sometimes not even at the end of the month, like we, we make enough money for us to be okay. And then we kind of get exhausted and tap out for the rest of the month. And these are patterns that many people follow. But discipline like I just need to be more on it. I just need to be more consistent. I just need to be more disciplined. I, I need to schedule my content. All of those things we say to ourselves. Yeah, I mean, of course there might be, you know, truth in that, but you're kind of gaslighting yourself if you're saying things like that. Because if you are not feeling like you want to show up and you are not feeling like it's easy and you're not feeling like it's working and then you're saying to yourself... I just need to get motivated again. I remember that time when I felt so motivated. I need to find that again. I need to get that feeling back. FYI, this is where I've been for a few months. <laughs> and and then you see people on, I'll say Instagram. I mean, it's, it is mainly Instagram, I think, where most business owners and coaches kind of hang out. And that's where I see most people. So people on Instagram will say like if you really want this you will push it's not always going to be easy but you'll keep going anyway and you then start to say to yourself things like but if I do really want this I will make the investment I will show up for myself I I wouldn't be giving up I would be earning more money than this I would be further along if I was really committed I would be further along all of these things are true of everybody but it doesn't help you to gaslight yourself and try and force yourself into doing something that doesn't feel good to you 
and the amount of, of this that's happening that we we make ourselves feel small and isolated when we believe that we're not helping ourselves and that if we just like push ourselves more into doing something different and show more discipline and like execute more what's the word I'm looking for like consistency and, and more and we just push ourselves harder then it will all change and it will it will work out for the better and like we're not being disciplined enough and we're not being hard enough on ourselves and it's like hmm okay and the way that I've actually come to learn this is not even through business this year I've come to learn it through the way that I manage my relationship with food exercise weight weight loss diets all the things this is where I've really really got this momentum is where all the good stuff comes from momentum comes from consistency consistency I used to think was born from motivation and from discipline and if I'm not being consistent I need to be harder on myself in order to show up and be consistent consistent and actually that is me looking at something that I don't like and telling myself I need to do something else that I don't like in order to change the results and make myself like it (laughs) and it's like okay so as I've learned that regardless of whether or not I'm enjoying the process of something, if I keep showing up for it on the days where it's not good and I make that enough, then, and it's not like I'm forcing myself to do something, I can I can go along and do something I want to do even when I feel resistant to it, like writing a post or recording a podcast episode or... Um, doing a workout or something like that but the more I do that the more then I start to look back at wow I've done that every day this week or I've done that you know five times in the last two weeks or whatever it is and I start to feel good about that and I start to feel good about myself and be like whoa look at me showing up for me and then I'm in momentum, like things are moving. If, you, if you're not familiar with the energetic concept of, of momentum and energy moving, listen to Abraham Hicks, just Google Abraham Hicks momentum, listen to any video that will come up on YouTube, you'll get it. When we're in momentum and we're in movement, that's when you feel motivated. That's when it's easy to be disciplined. That's when it's easy to be consistent because you can't help but want to you want to show up. So the way that this has applied to me in my personal life with my um, weight loss journey and stuff, it's it's worked really well. If you listen to the last episode, you'll know I I mentioned that at the end. But what's actually happening here is I'm building a different relationship with myself and I'm in momentum and momentum is doing the work for me. What I, I have learned about my business this year is that when I fell out of momentum, I tried to bring it back by being like, I know what I'm doing. I know how to do this. I know like, this is not acceptable. This is not who I am. And I would try and gaslight myself without realizing back into a place of wanting to be there, wanting to do it, wanting to show up, wanting to have that breakthrough moment. And I never got to a place of success through that. That was always the thing that took me out of the game. That was always the behavior and pattern of behavior and things I was doing that would take me from a little bit of momentum into nothing actually the more I show up and enjoy something the better it gets for me 
So if you're trying to force yourself to, to move through telling yourself that what you're doing is not good enough, good luck. It's very masculine. It's very, I would say masculine, like toxic masculine. And it can be really, really detrimental, I think, to actually creating sustainable growth and progress in any area. Momentum is where all the good stuff comes from. So that's number one. Huh. Number two, surrender. So I've talked about this with my clients a lot. Um, I don't think I've talked about it that much actually on the podcast and stuff, but there's going to be so much more of this coming because surrender is a huge thing. And it kind of ties into what I've said um, on the first point, because surrender is when you're in the energy of like, I'm just doing what I can do and it's got to, it's got to be good enough instead of this isn't good enough. And we can surrender to what is meant for us. I, I encourage that all the time. But sometimes people will say that they're in surrender and they, they think they're doing what they need to. And what they're doing is just kind of letting go and not looking at what's going on for them. So your self-sabotage, your patterns of behavior and the shadow side of you that's actually in fear because you're not making the money that you want to make in your business or maybe not in fear but just like you're just pissed off with yourself because you're like I, I should be further along or I I want to do more of this like why is it not happening for me and then you get to a certain place and then you get sick or you get to a certain place and then something can't happen and you just run out of energy or no one's reaching about reaching out about your offer and you think I'll oh, forget it I'm just going I'm just going to surrender this. Actually, what we're doing here is we're allowing our self-sabotage pattern to take over for us. This is not surrender. Surrender does not mean that your all of your like negative beliefs and patterns and everything that's kind of conditioned inside you will just disappear when you say the word and decide it's going to happen. When you decide to let go and and like let the universe do its thing, Sometimes we do that and we're actually doing it from a place of I'm exhausted here, I can't do this anymore and I just want to tap out, I'm just going to give up so I'll surrender. That's not surrender. Surrender is is when you are still, there's a, there's a difference in the discernment of this. Surrender is when you are still so there for it you're still showing up for it you're so happy about it It doesn't mean you stop doing the work and doing the showing up but it means that you you let go of your mental attachment to it and it's not easy to do but once you've experienced it once you're like okay I get that sometimes we can be in a place and this is another point that's coming on later but sometimes we can be in a place where we try so hard that we actually push something away, we hold something away because we want it so much, we create all this negativity and anxiety around it. I had a client once who, on a total side note, who had so much resistance to social media, so much resistance to Instagram and showing up on Instagram. And she was putting stuff out there and she was not enjoying it. And she was like chopping and changing what she was doing because she just wasn't, she wasn't feeling good with it. And we were working on that, but it was so evident and then next thing, she signed a client who found her completely randomly on Google, didn't even look at her social media, just went straight to her website in the, the, the freakiest, weirdest, 
like crazy circumstances that none of us could really predict. And she's like, why has this person found me and paid in full from the other side of the world once they found me an hour ago and it was so easy <laughs> and I show up on Instagram every day and I was like well how do you feel about Instagram she's like I fucking hate it and this is why and I was like exactly you're projecting that energy onto Instagram onto all your posts on your social media I'm going to write this no one's going to reach out let me open Instagram yep nobody's reached out she's in this active place and the, the sabotage is showing itself but surrender is a different thing entirely surrender is I'm going to find a way to do this and do it in a place where I don't have resistance to it anymore instead of I'm so resistant I'm just going to tap out okay Whew. okay right point number three. Oh, point number three this is huge in the coaching industry right now not the thing I'm going to say but the 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 context of this so there are lots of people, lots of coaches, lots of people in the industry who, and I'm, I'm not bashing this, by the way, it might sound like I'm about to, but I'm not. I just find it fascinating, who are talking about how much money they make, and, and I'm talking a lot of money. I'm talking like, I mean, I've said this to a few people lately, it used to be 10k months, now it's like 10k minutes. It's, it's, the industry is becoming a very polarizing place for people but I I'm here for it I I think that's really it's encouraging growth and um it's encouraging all of us to self-reflect you know so I'm I just I find it really interesting but some people's marketing seems to be as simple as I've made this amount of money. I have plugged in to long-term mentorship for all of next year because this is the woman who I am becoming. And it's no coincidence that I've just made this amount of money this month myself. And all of their marketing seems to be, like every all the context behind it seems to be, I've made this much money, I've made this much money. I'm not actually seeing what anyone is spending the money on or using the money for, but that's I mean that, that would be helpful to see because it gives you a little bit more context but but people are are saying that they're making x amount and the reason they're doing it is because they're showing up and they're committing and it's who they're being and yada 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 I believe in all of that but like that's quite basic like we already know that like you show up for yourself you you plug in you you do the work you look at the shadow side your results will you'll improve, your results will get bigger and better. But I'm going to use the term gaslighting again. It, it's I'm not saying that somebody is gaslighting their audience, but we can then turn that in on ourselves. So back to point number one, we can then be like, well, if they're doing all this and they're making all this money and they're having all this success because they've gone bigger and they've paid in full and they've committed for the next year when they don't know where they're going to be in a month or six months or whatever... And that's the only context that person gives. How do you actually know that you're going to get anything different when you're plugged into the mentorship of with this person than them talking about that all the time? Because they're not giving me anything else. I'm really curious about this. I'm not seeing anything different. Like I'm all here for 
celebrations and honesty and talking about shadows and and all of that stuff but I want to hear the context around it I want to hear a bit more than I've made this amount of money like how many different ways can you say that it gets boring to me (laughs) so this is something that I've really um I really started to to think about and I've really started to learn and this comes into a point that's coming up but I don't know what these people's coaching styles are like. And if they're just going to say to me, I'm plugged into this, like I show up every day. And um, if you're plugged in and you show up every day, then you'll make this amount of money and this amount of money. Like, I mean, is that it? Like, that's, it just, it, it baffles me. I think I'm missing something maybe, but it's <laughs> it's just not exciting to me. When I work with a client, I work with them on where they're at. I don't do basic bitch mentoring okay I say this all the time I don't do this is what you need to do this is what I've done this is how I do this this is how I've done it you just got to plug in more if you do this then you'll get this I don't do that I do how are you doing where is that coming from how are you feeling what's behind that decision when was the first time you felt this way where do you feel that in your body like we actually go into it to make the person who's being coached the recipient um enough of not to make them but to allow them enough opportunity to transform into the person who's going to be someone who is earning more money and is feeling more confident with it and is growing her business so I just find this really really interesting like are these coaches working on stuff that I can take or are they just basically showing up and teaching me about how much money they've made and there's not much teaching in that so but that is actually that's coming on to point number five so I'm going to park that. Okay, point number four. I've said this before. I know this. I know that you know this probably conceptually. But here we go. The harder we try, the worse it's likely to get. Flies in the face of so much, doesn't it? The harder I try, the worse it gets. I heard this from somebody once on an Abraham Hicks hot seat video and everything they were saying was like the the more you you're you're pushing you're pushing against what what you're feeling good about and she's like yeah but you're not hearing me like Abraham the harder I try the worse it gets and they're like that's exactly what we're trying to convey to you here and I've always got that like got it you know as a Abraham student, law of attraction student, all of that, that I've always been so interested in. But now, in 2022, I got it like I've never, I've never understood this before. Because I had a dip in income in the middle of the year. I was so out of alignment in so many ways. I was trying to do the surrender thing. I I was doing it from a place of like, I have to surrender, this has to work. Everything that I'd learned, all the good momentum I'd built up, like over the past couple of years, it it had like fizzled out so much and I'd become so out of alignment that I was starting to panic and I was going into old self-sabotage patterns where I would be looking for a quick fix, like something fast to, to make it work and get me back to five figure months and stuff completely neglecting the fact that they I built them through alignment and growing my audience and and doing all those things rather than being in the place that I felt like I was at so I was really starting to to try to 
fix it instead of receiving an inspired download and, and like putting it out there and you know when I say download I'm going to change that word inspired thought thinking and I would put it put something out there and then be like maybe I shouldn't have done that and I start to second guess myself and then I would get into the place where which had not bothered me for such a long time if no one had reached out immediately I would start to think something had gone wrong and I'm way beyond this stage (laughs) so then I would try harder and my self-sabotage patterns were all coming flooding back and I just felt like I was watching it happen and I was like what the hell is going on here (laughs) and so I would try even harder to to figure it out and to get the answer and it's so true the harder we try the worse it gets the harder you try the worse it gets and the 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 key context of this is is the word try like the it's it's straight back to like pushing yourself out of alignment again and doing something that you say that you should do and have to do and forcing yourself to do something and giving yourself a hard time about it like it, it's none of it's fun honestly <laughs> now in hindsight I, I can be like oh if I'd have just done this and when I went wrong here I could like re- reframe and figure that out perfect it, this wouldn't have become you know as as long as of a problem as it did but I didn't know that I was in in the in the mode of going through it and money is the number one energy well one of two I think first your physical body and then money this the simplest examples of the energy of this they don't respond to fear and they don't respond to force in a way that is good for you. And probably nothing does really. But when you think about the way that you are pushing yourself and trying to move forward in your money journey and like raising your rates or attracting more clients or filling out an offer or whatever, like wherever you want to get to in your business, the more you try, the more people will feel it. And the more you tell yourself you're doing something wrong and you need to try harder and you need to be more consistent and all of those things, the the worse it's going to get because you're doing this all from an energy of being out of alignment and feeling resistant. So the more you try and overcome that, the worse it's going to get because you're acting from a place of it not being good enough. It's just going to create a bigger problem. Money does not respond to fear. It does not respond to being pushed. It does not respond to thoughts of lack. It does not respond to like, this can't happen. We need to fix this. Like there is, there's certainly an element of that, but what it actually responds to is a calm nervous system. It responds to you being in a place of like, I believe that this can happen for me and I'm just going to keep on showing up until it does. And I don't know how long it's going to take and I'm going to be okay with that and I'm going to stop asking how and I'm going to stop analysing and micro-analysing the offers that are out there. I'm going to stop focusing on that person that I think if I become a millionaire will judge me. (laughs) It's usually someone from school. I'm going to start saying the things I actually want to say. I'm going to focus on doing that rather than tell myself that the rest of the internet is doing something that I am not doing and I'm making myself wrong for it, which is what so many people do. And it happens consistently in the coaching industry, especially over and over again, where people are seeing big name coaches and big numbers and they are comparing their journey 
to to the big coach's journey and saying, well, I know that they're on like chapter 105 and I'm on chapter two, but still I should be further along by now. And when you do that, you create so much separation in your energy and you cause so much resistance. And the resistance is actually completely self-created because suddenly you're comparing yourself to somebody else. And that was never the problem. It was never, ever the issue. The issue was that you are trying to force yourself to be further along and you're trying harder to be further along instead of just being in the moment where you're at and allowing that to happen. Okay. When you are doing these, these kinds of, when you're in this, this kind of self-sabotage pattern, what really, really will come through to you is you will see with different names, different people who ghost you, different scenarios, whatever, the same things happening over and over again. If you need to pause this right now and just get a pen and paper out and journal on this and think about it, then please do because it will be gold for you, honestly. The amount that you are trying to overcome something that feels like it isn't working and the patterns that happen usually always end up with the same result. It means you don't get the thing that you want. And then then what do you do? You try harder next time. You take you might take a minute to be quiet and to be down in the dumps about it. Then you decide it's not good enough. Then you gaslight yourself. Then you're like, right, I'm going to do this. And you show up again. And then you go through the same pattern again. And it's all from this energy of trying to be something that you're not because your nervous system can't handle it yet. Because there is still work for you to do, my love. It takes time, it takes energy. And more than anything, it takes a level of self-awareness that quite frankly, most people, most coaches don't really lead their clients into. And that takes me on to point number five. Oh, point number five. What I require from my coaches and my mentors has now changed. This is a huge thing for me. I've always been under mentorship. There hasn't been probably even a week in my (laughs) entire coaching business career in the last five years that I haven't had a mentor or been in a program or a mastermind or with a one-on-one coach or with two one-on-one coaches. And I've always been approaching it from where can I get to next and where can I get to next? And I've had a realisation that in 2023, I've worked with two new mentors. And don't get me wrong, both of them are, they're lovely, they're wonderful, they've, they've, they've built successful businesses, they're great. But I've started to realise for myself that I've been playing in a pattern that hasn't been serving me. And I've been in there for quite a long time. And I've evolved a lot which is no surprise, we all do, but I've evolved a lot in my business and I've allowed self-sabotage to play out in different ways and I've gone from one different coach to another different coach who you can, and this this is so common, but when, when you are not consistently working with one person who really gets to know you, you're, I'm not gonna say you're in self-sabotage by doing that, but what it's done for me is it's meant that I've gone from one mentor to another to another. And when an old pattern comes up, they don't realise it's something that I've been through time and time again because I'm new to their world and we haven't worked together long. So this has been a fascinating thing for me. 
And as I've evolved and as I'm moving through, I've been putting myself into containers that deep down I know that I've outgrown. And when I say outgrown, you can't outgrow something that you've never been in. I I was already past that stage. And sometimes sometimes we can put this on the coach and say, did you enroll me into this program when you knew I was probably beyond that? That's a different conversation. For me, I know, I've always known where I'm at and I've always allowed myself to make decisions probably too quickly. And that has led me to be in the place where I've put myself into containers and felt like I'm in a room full of people who are five chapters behind me, if that makes sense. And it hasn't been encouraging me to grow and it hasn't been encouraging my expansion in the way that I would hope being in these containers would do because I've been listening to people come up with things that I know the answer to and that that isn't really giving me much and it has created some growth and expansion in the fact I've now realized how much I'm doing that and why I've done that maybe for a different episode maybe I still need to figure that one out but my commitment for 2023 um is to not do that anymore and to look for mentorship where I'm actually being expanded and here's the here's the thing that I know about this for me and I think for everyone to be fair that I've really really come to understand the the way that a lot of coaches and mentors coach and mentor is they will be given a scenario by a client or a question and the client will say something like I'll just pick something at random like um what do you do when fears and doubts come up and this can be on Voxer or voice notes or on a call or whatever and the coach will say oh yeah good question this is what I do I had this time when this happened so I did this and I did this and I did this so I don't ask questions really like that I ask I go right in and say this thing is coming up and it's causing fear and doubt um help (laughs) and if you get the same response to that like okay well this is what you can do or this is what I would do you can do this you can do this you can do this it's kind of like I don't know who needs to hear this but that is not coaching that's not coaching that's Q&A that's giving somebody details and information that is not coaching that is like I can't I'm like I'm seeing it happen and I'm like whoa my growth and my expansion comes from when someone turns something around and challenges me and says and this is what I always do for my clients and says tell me about the thing that's causing the fear and the doubt like let's talk about that like what's going on for you I'm not going to give you a cookie cutter I do these three things I'm not going to do I might do that but before I do any of that I'm going to listen to what you're saying and what you're not saying read between the lines pick up on it and coach you through it and not all coaches do that and I've really realized that what I require in mentorship is someone who will do that with me so I've I worked with the the best 
the best transformational coach at the beginning of my um of my career um as a coach and she's a psychotherapist and she's just incredible like some of the interventions in the room at live events would be like mind-blowing and that's always really really stuck with me and I've never really found someone who kind of matches up to that standard um which is probably quite normal because she's she's expert advanced like Tony Robbins level and so of course you're not going to find someone who can coach like that easily but my objective ever since I've worked with her is to be like her she was the one that I compared myself to she was the one who I was like these coaching skills are fucking phenomenal she was the one who would encourage people's blind spots she would never respond with I do abc and don't get me wrong some people really love that and respond to that I'm not knocking anyone I've ever worked with at all I'm just saying that that is not what I require I really respond when someone says tell me about that let's talk about it why can't you play bigger why like what's stopping you like where else has this come up before or or even better I remember this has come up for you before like that really lights a fire under me and that's the coach that I am it's always been the coach that I am and my coaching skills now I don't want to toot my own horn or anything but you know like they're they're fucking next level (laughs) like I've put so much effort into this and so much work into this to the point where I've had new clients come to me and say you're freaking me out because I don't think I can ever do what you're doing I don't I don't think I can ever hold space for a client in that way and I'm like I used to think exactly the same thing and that's what has driven me to do it it's learning and it's expertise and it's learning from the right people anyway regardless of that the thing that I'm I'm trying to say here is that I have never really understood so much what I require in a mentor-mentee relationship. What I require is somebody who will go to that level with me. I don't want someone who's going to answer all the questions. Like I could read a book or listen to a podcast for that information. I, I want someone who's going to reflect it back to me because it's a mirror. Everything's a mirror. Life is a mirror, energy is a mirror, manifestations, the whole way the universe plays out, it's all a mirror. And if someone holds that mirror up for you and says, this is what's going on, take a look in the mirror, metaphorically, and let's reflect on this and let's explore why it's happening, that skyrockets my growth. Like that will catapult me like stratospherically. I don't know where we're getting all these big references from that is what I need in a mentor, that is what pushes me, when I feel like something is not happening or something is going wrong and I'm showing up and I feel like I'm asking for quite asking for help and putting this out there and then someone's saying well you know some steps that you could do to do this you just got to remember that like the money's waiting for you like I know all of that I know all of that I like I want you to coach me and that's what I really really realized and I understand more than ever why I have my own coaching style now because it works it works for people people may not leave coaching with me making the amount of money they want to make immediately um because it's it's growth and it's a journey and it's a process but they will have a level of self-awareness that they've never had before they will explore their self-sabotaging patterns and beliefs and conditioning like they never have before they will understand why they are manifesting things over and over again like they never have before. And I will hold the mirror up and I will show them what I am seeing when they can't see it themselves. I'll be aware of their blind spots. And I don't give them the information. 
I coach and work with them so that they can really start to feel and embody and address it themselves. And when you've seen a coach do that, as I have so many times, with pure transformation at the end of it, like it makes you want to be that that good at coaching. So I went off on a tangent there. But the, the most important thing that I'm really trying to say and trying to convey to you here is that when, this is what I'm going to do, take from this what you will. When I work with my next mentor, one of my questions will be, what's your coaching style? Absolutely guaranteed. When I work with somebody, I want to know how they hold space for their clients. Are they just answering their questions so it becomes a Q&A or are they in deep conversation with them? And more importantly, how do they coach their clients? Are they giving them information? I hope this is making sense. Is it back and forth convo? Or are they asking them coaching, quite powerful coaching questions to elicit what's behind this? And that leads somebody into so much more growth. Like we do not need more information. I do not need more information. It's really helpful for me to hear from my mentor some like a time when they went through this as well because it's like whatever it is I'm going through because it makes me think like oh it's not just me but actual coaching skill reflecting and asking questions and holding space for the answer and letting somebody feel into that that's where transformation comes from first and foremost I am a transformational coach I am not someone who will be like here are five steps you can do right now to make more money like fuck that I don't do that the work I do with my clients is, okay, how is this feeling? What's been coming up for you? Tell me about these thoughts. Where do you feel that in your body? Close your eyes and feel into where that's come through before. Is this pattern emerging for you? Are you seeing that this is something that comes up? Let me reflect back to you why that happens for people. Does that resonate or not? When was the first time you ever felt this? We'll do EFT. We'll we'll go into deep memories and we'll we'll clear it but it's not me giving information. It's me eliciting information. When I'm coaching someone, I'm just off off on a tangent now, but I I hope this is helpful. When I'm coaching somebody, I'm doing like 30% of the talking. They're doing the rest of the talking, obviously. But a lot of the time it's just holding space. It's silence. It's like, just feel into that for a second, see what comes up. There's always so much gold in there. And we're in this world where we're trying to get our clients to results and we're trying to get ourselves to results and we're trying to make more and more and more things happen that we actually neglect the real transformation and the real transformation comes in holding that space for clients and and being in a position where you're with a coach who can do that so you learn so much from them, not from teaching but from experience. there's nothing like it so what I require in my mentorship and I don't mean my coach needs to be you know at a certain amount of money or any I don't mean anything like that I want someone who's really aware of how to coach and do transformational coaching and who can lead me into that space because from there like that's that's when the quantum leaps happen It, it starts in the emotions so that's led to my commitment for 2023 Um, which is to hold myself to a different standard 
than I've done before. I've said the words self-sabotage a million times on this episode, I know, but it's coming through so strongly for me. And I'm really seeing that we are all holding ourselves in patterns and playing in patterns that doesn't serve us and then and then trying to make ourselves wrong for it. And there's so much of this going on where everybody has an individual money story and money journey and everyone's mindset is responding to stuff that's happened in their conditioning and if you want to have a different experience in your business you want to have different results in your business and your growth and in your life journey this is the work that has to be done and I'm so glad I've really really landed on that because this is the work that I do (laughs) so like through my own experiences I'm really like yeah okay it's just so clarifying it's so helpful so my commitment for 2023 is to not fall into these patterns of self-sabotage which can show up in self-abandonment and my word for 2023 is maturity and the reason that happens is sometimes I think I can get into a place of being like oh just for fun I'm gonna I'm gonna sell something and make loads of money today and I can do that and it is fun but and don't get me wrong there's, there's always um a deep sense of what's the word I'm looking for, Um, integrity behind that. But when I'm doing that, I'm actually playing not as a full-on CEO company owner, but as like a self-employed chick who's just having fun with it. And it's time for me to step into the CEO. And I really, really got to understand that for myself. I have been exploring ways that I've been showing up for myself this year and different patterns I've had. I've been talking to um, a lot of you who've been behind the scenes, who've been going through the same stuff and looking at the way that you respond to systems, structure, routines, things like that. And I've really started to realize that holding myself to a different standard is going to lead to different results. And that different standard is going to be CEO instead of self-employed chick and if if you hear that and you go I know exactly what you mean then hi if you don't you probably will do it at some point unless you started your business and you became you know you you went you walked into the mentality and the identity of being a CEO company owner immediately I only know one person I can think of in all of the time that I've worked in um, in coaching who I know and I know hundreds of people through different programs and stuff at this time who actually ever did that she went straight into being the CEO most of us go into being a struggling coach and we try and figure it out and then we scrabble around a bit but it's time it's time to step up queen of the throne and all of that it's time for me to step into CEO gear so there you go so those are my five big takeaways from 2022 business edition life all the things really there's there's a lot in there I would love to know what you think I would love to know your takeaways I would love to I would love 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 and if you're still listening to this at the end of this then thank you if you can share this on your Instagram stories tag me please don't forget to tag me otherwise I won't um I won't be able to thank you um and just get this podcast out to more people who really really need it and I wish you all the best for New Year. I will see you in 2023. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And 
lots of love. Take care, my loves. See you next time. Bye-bye.